I am a huge Chuck E. Cheese fanatic. I use the sites under the name CheeseFan101. I used to work there. I still have the Pasquale outfit in the closet, along with several plastic spiders, a Coca-Cola souvenir cup, and a big old bucket of plastic pasta that cost 6,000 tickets. There's something you should know. I worked at the place from 1995 to 1997, when things took a strange turn for the worse. Indeed, the cheese, as we call it in the biz, is not all that it's cracked up to be. Listen carefully because I don't want to frighten you, and this story might make you lose your sanity because of how much has been covered up by the Chuck E. Cheese Corporation over the years. The training videos they showed us were a little odd to say the least. I had filed an application through AOL Instant Messenger when it was just an up-and-coming technological marvel, and I was approved almost immediately for a minimum wage position. Make the dough, cook the pizza, butter it up, deliver service with a smile. Or so I thought. Indeed, I loved going in there and seeing the little rascals playing in the ball pit, swinging about in the pirate ship game, winning tickets and collecting various prizes. Some say the only prize I tried to win was my mortal sanity, after all was said and done. I first knew something was off when I saw the training video. The man never took the Pasquale outfit off, and they never broke character. It was really weird. A character named P. Farnabas Q. Cheese was seen in the background, but he never interacted, nor were they ever included in the original Cheese lineup. Later, Munch, the large purple what's-it, would replace P. Farnabas, who I believe was deemed too weird for American audiences. Chuck E. Cheese originated in Canada. Now, you probably don't know that Chuck E. Cheese was created by the guy who invented Pong. This is important, but I want you to remember that for now. Later on, you'll understand everything. The training room was fine. A little cold. Pasquale was shown baking up the pizza and telling us how to cook it. Be sure to butter it up with our special butter sauce. Muy bien. The Pasquale costume kissed his plastic lips, the head looking a little off. I could go for a whole big pie of that cheesy, cheesy pizza right now. His head turned a little, and I noticed that the Chuck E. Cheese logo, which usually contained a little rat giving a thumbs up, had a small Masonic symbol on it. I didn't know Chucky was a Mason. The training video was really long. They showed us how to prepare the dough, make the sauce, and put the piping hot pizza in the oven. And be sure to cook with the pizza. Always use a glove. Pasquale winked a sinister wink. I was getting a strange feeling. Otherwise this may happen, and Chuck won't like it. The Pasquale costume reached into the piping hot oven with his bare hands and took out the pizza, screaming violently. And there was a weird CG laugh stapled on. He had visible blisters all over his hands. His reddened, burning hands were not puppet hands. They were human hands. I can't cook pizza this way! He screamed. My art is ruined! He took out a knife and began to slice off his own arm at the wrist. The training tape immediately cut to a bunch of kids playing in a ball pit, as if it never happened. Then Chucky began to talk. You know, remember don't play on the machines until after dark. What the hell did that mean? Oh, you can play bouncy gyrocopter or horse ride for a quarter. 
But nothing's going to cure that deep depression when you're too old to take a ride anymore. It then showed us how to feed tickets into the machine, how to award prizes, the whole thing. The weird part was near the middle of the video, when you just see Chucky standing there, in the dark, not saying anything. His eyes glistened in the moonlight, while the little lights of the machines twinkled. It's nice to be here after hours, Chucky said. At night when the machines are down and the families are gone, you can get the large quarter, he said. Large quarter. He picked up a large coin with the Chucky symbol on it, a Chuck E. Cheese token. He continued, Place a large quarter into a large game slot. Do not let the costume touch the ground. What did that mean? Evidently the costume was some sort of holy cloth for the Cheese Foundation. If any Chuck E. Cheese costume touches the ground, be sure to immediately burn it. He then saw a Chucky employee burning a costume outside while the plastic nose melted into nothing. This, this was too weird for me. But they made us sign a non-disclosure agreement before we became a part of the Chuck E. Cheese family. That was the weirdest part. They had me take a blood test, not a drug test like a normal employer, but a blood test. I was thinking about that in the last few minutes of the training video when Chuck yelled, Cheesy blood! Cheesy blood! He spurted a blood pack all over the pizza and walked out of the kitchen with it. Remember, don't open the machine. What? Don't open the machine? When you take the tickets out, do not open the machine. Chucky sounded sterner now, more stern than he had ever been. Well, I was convinced. As soon as this damn training tape was over, I was going to go open a machine. Why wouldn't they let us open them? How were we supposed to get the tokens out? Chucky then had red eyes, smiled, and his teeth grew incredibly sharp, violently sharp. Not even carnivorous, but like a trash compactor. The manager shut off the tape. That's, uh, that's enough for today. It was my manager, Reuben. What was that about? I said. Didn't you like the video? He laughed. They do things a bit different in Canada. Different humor style, but... Don't worry, the Cheese Foundation is all-American. You're putting blood in the pizza? I yelled. Blood on the pizza? That's a violation of so many laws I can't even count. Tell you what, come back tomorrow and we'll sort this whole thing out. He quickly pulled the training video out and put it in a black slipcase that was unmarked. Come back tomorrow? I said. Yes, yes, come back tomorrow... All will be explained during the big quarter cheese chunk training hour. At that point, he physically pushed me out the front door, forcing me to leave my big gulp and an orthopedic back pillow behind. That night, I had a nightmare about the manager putting blood in the pizza for some Masonic ritual involving various doppelgangers of the cheese friends. I was going to have to do it. I was going to break into Chuck E. Cheese and finally figure out what the hell was going on got on a black night suit, some goggles, and a pair of non-slip sole shoes. While I was breaking and entering, the pizza kitchen can be quite greasy in the late hours. I didn't want to slip and fall. I started jimmying the lock with a small knife, but then climbed through the window, worried there might be a security system. A red laser grid wire protected the floor. This seemed like a lot of security to protect a bunch of cheap souvenirs and skee-ball games. 
or so I thought. I went into the back closet, being careful not to trip any of the security detection. I found it, behind Ruben's desk. The big quarter. I picked it up and silently crept over to the other side of the room. The quarter was heavy and had burn marks all over it. Why would the Chuck E. Cheese Corporation mint something like this? I saw the slot behind the back wall and walked over and put it in. All of the machines turned on immediately, and the rides began to move in unison. The entire thing was lit up at once. You could probably see it from miles away. The car rides honked, the slot machines rolled. The animatronic puppets began to dance at a rigorous pace, as though they were going to break. I took out my screwdriver and began to unscrew a machine. The chicken machine. My favorite game. I unscrewed the four main screws and popped the top off. What I saw next shocked me to the very core of my being, and I will never forget it. There was a dead Chuck E. Cheese employee inside. Wait, not dead. Moving. The lips were sewn shut and he had a horrified expression on his face. He was hooked up to an IV that fed him intravenously from the canister where the ink is supposed to print the ticket pieces. What in God's name? The words, Ut in honestis sacrifici, Casio, were burned into his chest. I later found out that meant an honorable sacrifice to the cheese. The other machines started to knock and bang. As I looked around, I noticed there were people in all of them, stuffed inside. I didn't have a chance to save them because something happened next that scared me even worse. The characters, they were human. I know what you're thinking, it's just a suit. It wasn't a suit. That was their skin. A furry rat man walked out with a crooked nose and hobbly warped teeth. He looked sinister and his cap wasn't even well fitted. The real Chuck E. Cheese had arrived and he was covered in ugly patchy fur for his oblong kneecaps and bulging dough chunky gut. Pasquale too. The Italian man leered at me angrily, holding a ladle covered in what I hoped to God was just pasta sauce. And the others. Jasper T. Jowls, a crying dog-faced man whose skin looked like a worn-out leather shoe. His banjo was missing strings and his suit was ill-fitting. Helen Henney, whose bloody chicken wings had glued on feathers and a sewn-off beak. And Mr. Munch, whose fur was so thick that you could barely see anything but his oversized, glossy human eyes. Blood in his purple whiskers. And when he opened his mouth, it was an endless gullet filled with all kinds of esophageal pus that clung to the sides of his sickly, sickly skin. He leered at me with kind of a look. Please the cheese, he said. Please the cheese. They began to corner me, and I was hit with a ladle square on the head. The police arrived. Turns out I had tripped the security after all. Good. I was about to blow the cover on this whole thing. Thank God, officer... Oh my god, the officer, the, the cop was wearing a Chuck E. Cheese costume. He pulled his gun on me and led me into the back of a police car. They ended up putting me in Cheese Jail, a place where bad employees are forced to watch crappy reruns of that terrible show they put on the screen. 
I was allowed to eat pizza dough chunks and baconase, a form of bacon-flavored mayonnaise. And after eight years, they let me go. But by then, it was too late. The Chuck E. Cheese had closed down, replaced by a bowling alley, and all evidence was removed. To think that the Chuck E. Cheese Corporation would bind employees to the floor and force-feed them all so they could save a few million dollars on their electric bill. Or perhaps that's not it at all. Maybe I'm just some crazy guy on the internet. Huh? Just some crazy guy making up stories about a pizza restaurant for children. I dare you to go open one of those machines right now. They say the Pong creator went nuts in his final years. All those infinite hours of bouncing the ball until he finally lost it. They say he started a pizza chain because he wanted to create the first human AI. That he failed, and the only way he could compromise was by starting a cheese-based religion that required real intelligence. Living flesh machines. Just put a man in a rat suit, feed them pizza, some flashing lights, and they'll show up in droves, he said. He was right. <laughs>